What's good, y'all? It's your boy Flock back at y'all yet again with another episode, episode 14 to be exact, of Unfiltered Facts. Y'all know how we do this, man, over here. If you knew, welcome. First of all, welcome. You'd be anywhere else, but you're here with the boy here. Um, appreciate everybody coming through from the previous episodes. If you constantly listen to it, if you're a regular, don't be afraid to say what up. Hit me up on Twitter, all that other stuff, man. Y'all know the stuff, how that deal go. I'm going to give y'all all the social media info at the end. Um, what we do over here, man, if you are new, I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to sip my water because I'm not going to have Desert Throat out here, man. I'm, I guarantee y'all this will probably be one of the the shortest episodes ever. It's late as hell at night. I've been contemplating on even uh, even doing this. Um, I got a bad case of the sniffles. Not going to lie, y'all going to hear me sniffing in between, like, talking and shit. But y'all know, man, this is just how we do it here, man. It's gutter like that, you know. But um, first and foremost, shout out to all the all the platforms. There are different platforms you listen to this on. Make sure if you listen to this on uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever, give this five stars. Help get the podcast out there. Shout out to, you know, Spotify, you know, uh, of course, Anchor, the home team that, that distributes it everywhere else. Um, you know, Apple Music, Podbean, Stitcher, everywhere you can listen to a podcast, man, it's, it's there. So you don't have to just listen to it in one spot. Um, once again, thank everybody, man, for the continued support. All the people that be sending me questions and all this other stuff. I'm not doing the questions this time around. I just wanted to, like, get through some other stuff real quick. Um, I'm going to start off, like, this is definitely different because I don't have, like, the, my usual notes. I have it formatted the way I usually do. So... This may just possibly be the worst episode ever of Unfiltered Facts. I'm not going to lie. It might be the worst. Then again, y'all might like this way better. Who knows, man? I don't know, man. Who cares? Let's get right into this shit, man. So, first thing I really want to talk about is Dame Lillard versus Shaquille O'Neal. This rap beef, y'all. <laughs> All I can say is, I don't know why this happened. I know how it happened, but why it happened, I got an idea. I do know that Dame, which I've said this constantly before, so it's no nothing new for the past like three years. Damian Lillard has been my favorite player in the NBA. So I'm going to talk about this without any bias because it's not about basketball. And I know how to separate shit. Unlike some people don't know how to separate reality from, you know, fiction. In reality, Dame Lillard is my favorite player in the league right now. But when it comes to this rap shit, it's a different league. I feel like that Dame is a really good rapper. I feel like he's really, really good. His wordplay is always on point. And not just for, for an NBA player, for a rapper. Like, I really do enjoy his music. Like, I don't go out my way to say, yo, that new Dame is it? Like, I just, you know, I listen to it to myself. And, you know, some shit I like, some stuff I don't. Just like anybody else. But I know Dame went on the Joe Budden podcast. And um, it got mentioned to him about, you know, Shaq being like probably the first, one of the first or something like that. Some, some, some. And um, Dane was just basically like, all right, that's cool. But I feel like I'm the best that that's done it. I'm paraphrasing. So Shaq, of course, being a sensitive dude that he is, he's always sensitive. Um, feels as if... Um, you know, he didn't get his just credit from Dane. Let me sip some water. And he went to talking crazy about it and came out with a diss song. Yeah, he came out with a diss track on Dame Lillard. The shit came out of nowhere, fam. Like, <laughs> like real shit, it came out of nowhere. So, I don't know, man. That, that I don't know why it happened. The first one, like a freestyle off of the... Uh, What's the difference between me and you? And it was like a video that he put out where it had like this big boom box, that bump box. And he had like this uh his puppet that was doing it the whole time. It was him behind it and shit. I thought that was pretty creative. But a lot of people don't know that Shaq is a master at marketing and creating controversy, yo. Like that's just what he does. That's who he is. <laughs> and some people are like, oh Shaq does like we know Shaq is sensitive, yo. Like we all know that. Shaq is sensitive. He still, he was sensitive about the Dwight Howard shit. Them calling him Superman. He's sensitive about a lot of shit. He was jealous of Yao Ming when Yao Ming came in the league because he had all the all-star votes and shit like that. I'm like, bro, let's let's be real, fam. You're not gonna you're not gonna even be close 
to them Chinese people getting them Chinese people gonna support the hell out of y'all. I mean, you can have everybody in the United States vote for you, and China is still gonna gonna win that battle, bro. You, you're not gonna out, outdo China, so just deal with it. And plus, by the time y'all mean came in the league, Shaq was you know he was getting to the point where he was starting to like not be in shape and shit. So it's whatever. But I mean, he was still hooping though. Don't don't get me wrong. And I I believe that Shaq is. Like, you have to pay homage, which I think he did, because people, like, I was playing in the stream, I would play the Shaq song, I was doing, like, samples and shit versus reality songs, you know, songs that yeah, I got sampled, and I played the Shaq song, no one knew who it was, and I think it was Outstanding, and that was off his first album, called Shaq Diesel, and that shit came out in 1993, and nobody knew who it was, and people were just like, okay, this this sound cool, this sound cool, this, this sound alright, and I'm like, this Shaq, y'all know that, right? Like everybody like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, okay, let me pull up. I had to put it on the screen and show everybody this is Shaq. So Shaq did his thing. Shaq was never like you know a lyrical rapper, and we know that. Um, I feel like Dame is a lot better as far as like putting words together and stuff like that. But Shaq came with like just that <laughs> that '90s, that early to mid '90s, just you know, go at you, go for the gullet type. You know what I'm saying? Yo, you this, you that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And he went at him. And I felt like, yo, this is what hip, this is what we need. Yo, this is hip-hop. You know what I mean? It's hip-hop. It ain't about basketball. It ain't about, well, Shaq got championships and Dame don't. It ain't about that shit. No one cares about that shit at this point. It's about hip-hop. Who going to say the hardest shit? Who going to say the shit that make you say, ooh? Who going to say the shit that's like, okay, there's some truth in that? And Shaq had a couple lines and he had a couple, both, both do have some quotables. And I wish I could like play it on here, but I don't want like no copyright issues and shit like that. So I'm not going to play it. Like, cause I honestly don't remember every like line and shit. Cause it's like, they both did two songs a piece, but let's be real. I see some people dissing Shaq today. Like, oh, Shaq was whack. Shaq ain't never been no good rapper and all this other shit. Damn it. I was like, bro, check this out. Are we forgetting that? Cedric Sabalos tried to rap and that shit was not good. Like Shaq wasn't the first athlete to make music. Let's let's not forget. Deion Sanders made music. You know what I'm saying? Must be the money. You know what I'm saying? Deion Sanders was rapping and singing at the same time. He did that shit. His shit wasn't all that hot. Let's oh my god, let 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 me open up the floodgates. God damn, I almost forgot. Ooh! Kobe Bean Bryant tried to be a rapper. Chris Webber tried to be a rapper. But let's go back. Kobe Bean Bryant tried to be a rapper. Remember when that nigga was rapping in Italian and shit like that on um who song was it? That Tyra Banks or something like that? Or was it was it Tyra Banks? Was it Tatiana Ali or Tyra Banks? It was one of them. He was rapping over that shit. Come on, son. Come on, son. Like let's not act like Every like like let's not act like some of the greats, you know what I'm saying, that basketball wasn't, you know what I'm saying, trying to be or any sport wasn't trying to be rappers and stuff and they shit wasn't sounding that hot. I will say this, I can listen to Dame shit and just like I used to listen to Shaq shit. And most times Shaq always had features on his. Dame don't really need but Dame has had features. I the first song I think I ever heard Dame rhyme on was that Loyal to the Soil shit with Lil Wayne. I thought that shit was dope. I started I kept listening to him. But, you know, some people don't know how to separate, you know, the, the music from the, the person and the athlete. You may not like them as an athlete. You may not like them as a person. But let the music talk for itself because that's what hip-hop is, yo. It's lyrical sparring. It's a sport. It's too many sensitive bitch-ass motherfuckers out here, bro. There's people just making shit out of nothing. Everybody want to argue about something. It's cool to like both. You don't have to just say, oh, I'm, I'm going to fuck with this. I see people say Shaq basically Uncle filled him out the house and... I heard people say, Dame, why you, you killing this dude? I I enjoyed both. Shaq stayed in his lane. He didn't try to he didn't try to sound like a present day rapper. He didn't try to sound like current shit. He stayed to with what he knew, which was that in your face, punch you in the mouth type rap. And that worked for him. Dame kept it more like, yo, I'm gonna keep it lyrical. Um Shaq, I mean, Shaq has said some shit like, I can see the <laughs> I can see the uh I can see the tampon coming from under your shorts or some shit like that. And Dane said some shit. He had a line saying that, uh, you know, you paying off, you uh, you you paying your baby mamas and you sponsoring they they uh, you know, saying they they basically they jump offs. You paying for their baby mama to, to to fuck around with another dude or some shit. It was something to the degree of that. 
and um he was like uh he had a second his dame second song was called i rest my case and um and on second round knockout where he rhymed over and where he rhymed over the the biggie uh victory joint big was like how you gonna rest your case when i'm the judge and jury or some shit i'm like yo i like that one i like that line dame said some other stuff you know what i'm saying basically called him a hater and a clout chaser you know cracked on him uh trying to say he can't fit in that little ass car on a commercial and stuff like that i'm like but truth remains he still got all them commercials so he getting his bread you know he said some shit about icy hot like you basically just listen to accolades of shit he doing out after he's playing like Shaq got cake. Let's not forget it. And then, you know, they went back and forth about, you know, who got money and all that other stuff. That's just typical rap shit. So I, I ain't had no problem with that. But people keep people kept asking me on Twitter, like, because I was commenting on it. And a lot of people follow me on Twitter just to see what I think about music or, um, or sports shit for the most part. Not even so much game shit. Most people mess with me on Twitter to ask me about sports and music. But when um, I, all I said was I enjoyed them both. I don't, I don't, I'm not picking a winner because they both did, they both did good in their own way. So I think from a lyrical standpoint, from, you know what I'm saying? Like a lyrical standpoint, I think Dane was better, but I think from like a punchline and, you know what I'm saying? Going at you standpoint, I think Shaq did better. That's just me. But it's just with Dane's tone, it didn't come across, but Dane wasn't backing down by no stress. Don't get me wrong. So I like them both. I mean, feel free to disagree, you know, if y'all hear this. Um, it's all good to me, though. Like I said, I don't I don't really care, man. It's it's hip-hop, yo. And I say that all the time. I said that on Twitter. I'm like, it's hip-hop. It's hip-hop. It ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no rocket science, bro. It's hip-hop. It's, this shit been going on longer than, than a lot of us been born. You know what I mean? It's been going on longer than I've been born. Hip-hop is, you know what I'm saying, been around for a long time. So, people doing what they do long as the shit don't end and no 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 other shit i mean i'm sure Shaq knows how to keep it professional i mean he gotta he gotta announce them games and shit so it'll get brought up so i'm, I'm interested in seeing how that how that plays out hopefully it's just like i said it's just hip-hop but we all know Shaq sensitive as fuck you know what i mean anytime he feel like somebody not catering to him or don't give him his just due he he's upset about it i mean this nigga's still mad about losing the, the mvp shit to steve nash bro or not getting unanimous MVP. I mean, like, you think you should have been the first person that got unanimous MVP? No, everybody knows. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't get it, Jordan didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, come on. You'll hear Jordan crying about that shit, man. Let that shit rock. Jordan got jerked out of MVP when they gave it to Carl Malone. Everybody knows Jordan should have got it that year, but you ain't even bitching about it. It's whatever, man. At the end of the day, who won the championship? That's, what, that's all that matters, man. So... Like with the hip hop, whoever whoever say the best shit, whoever say the hardest shit, come out of it on top. That's 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 all that matters to me. All right, man. A little bit more serious, um, serious bit of stuff. And I was debating whether I even wanted to talk about this shit. I don't even know this chick name. I don't even want to dwell on it too much. I don't even want to know her name. I forgot her name that damn fast. And I like I said, I don't care. That cop, you know, white female that went in the dude's home, shot and killed him. She ended up getting ten years for this shit, bro. Ten years. The reason why I brought this up, man, and I've, I've mentioned this before, but this, because this sticks so near and dear to me, man. Um, I grew up with two dudes, my homeboys, man, that I've known since I was eight years old. Them dudes did 20 years in the bing for a murder that they didn't even commit. That, I'm going to say this again. They did 20 years, almost 21 years for a murder that they did not commit. Did not commit. And they were teenagers. Teenagers. 17 years old. Yeah. 17 years old. And I feel like the justice system is so fucked up, bro. It really is. And she she got 10 years, bro. 10 years. Because she broke in someone's home on some drunk shit. Went in there, thought somebody was breaking in her home shot him so not only was she looking off she was intoxicated handling a fucking firearm so that's that's a double whammy but she got 10 years bro that's all i'm gonna say she got 10 years and all this shit with the family you know saying the brothers and shit like yo i forgive you i want to hug you and all that shit i ain't gonna lie man you're a better man than me fam 
Cause I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit. I'm not. I'm sorry. And we just seen something about a cop breaking into a, a, a black woman's home and just because the neighbor said the door was open and you go in there and by the time you say, show me your hands, you shoot before that person can even react. This dude just finally got arrested and brought up on it. I'm interested in seeing how that plays out because it's, this shit is happening too much. It's happening. It's getting to the point where not only are people of color getting shot down like dogs in the street it's happening in the privacy of their own home i seen something where a guy alarm went off and he called the alarm people like that was me i uh that was me i said i tripped the alarm and i just had a brain fart for a second i, I just that's me I, I said i shut it off this is me and he's in his own like i think he stayed in like a townhouse and then the cops come responding some 30 minutes later and then they pulled this man out of his out of his house, and then knows he had a firearm in his house, which he had. He was registered. It was registered, and they pulled him out of his house, damn near fucking naked in broad daylight. This dude, like, yo, I work overnight. I'm, I'm, I was asleep. Like, well, we kept knocking on the door. You know, he like, dude, I was asleep, man. I work at night. You know what I mean? Like, and trust me, I understand that shit. You tired, bro, during the day. When everybody else up and out and about, you sleep. When everybody else sleep and sound asleep and quiet and shit, you at work. You working overnight. So, they pulled him out of his fucking house. He like, yo, this is me. This is my place. Why are you taking me out of my house? You know what I'm saying? They can't give him an answer to that shit. And I think it's just, it's getting to the point where you're not even safe in your own home. It's one thing to get, you know, people getting shot down and shit in the street, selling loose cigarettes. <coughs> shit, excuse me, y'all. Um, I told you, this this shit is killing me right now. It's changing weather. But Sean Bell getting killed on his wedding day. I mean, stuff like that. Dude getting choked out for selling loose cigarettes. You know, it's, it's too much, man. I, I never try to be that guy to, you know, to even go through that. But when this cop gets 10 years for that, for cold, murder and cold blood... And then be up for like uh parole in like six or something like that. And I got homeboys that went to jail. And then by the grace of God and, and good attorneys, his mom, you know, one of the moms didn't stop fighting the shit. And they finally found, you know, evidence came about that proved that the judge that that convicted him was a fucking uh fraud. You know what I'm saying? Got caught in some bullshit, so they dropped their case and then they got released on some newfound evidence. And shit like that and we we never even talked about it because i don't even want him to have to repeat you know none of that shit like i'm just glad to see him and i'm not gonna lie i cried like a baby when i fucking seen him for the first time when he came home because i knew he shouldn't have been in there but i knew they shouldn't have been in there but that um it's people that's doing it's people that are doing real time right now over shit that they didn't do and then you have these people man just because they got a fucking badge that gives them a license to kill innocent people. It shouldn't be that way. And it should be people that should, you know, say that should be able to stop that or make make examples of these cops that's doing that shit. And it, it, it's, it's going on all over the fucking country. And people see it like, oh shit, we can get away with this shit. Oh, your body cam ain't working. They out there tasing people for no fucking reason because he, because he dropped a piece of paper on the ground or some dumb, stupid shit like that. So whatever man and then on the flip side here we go with this juror young black male overslept he got 10 days in jail and community service and one year probation because he overslept during his when he was supposed to do jury duty overslept for jury duty i'm gonna let that say he overslept for jury duty <laughs> Not, not to be in, inducted into the military or no other shit, some real important shit, but jury duty. I'm going to let that sink in, yo. This dude gets 10 days in jail, community service, and a year probation for oversleeping to go to jury duty. And then they come to find out this dude was involved in so much shit. He doing charity work. He taking care of his, uh, I think, like his grandfather or somebody like that. Who's like not really like and from a health standpoint is not his health is really deteriorating and shit like that. That judge wasn't trying to hit none of that shit. You didn't make it here for jury duty. 
talk about somebody in a, in a fucking credit card scam case or some stupid shit probably. But you get what I'm saying? Like the shit don't make sense and it don't add up, man. Dude gets jail time. And that shit is going to be on his record. He's going to have a record now because he didn't show up for jury duty, bro. I'm not going to lie, man. You know how many times I skipped out on jury duty, bro? <laughs> I skipped out. Man, I've skipped on jury duty so many fucking times, boy. Like, for real. <clears throat> I used to get them letters in the mail. I used to act like i never seen them. I ain't even lie, bro. Fuck that shit. Uh, let me switch gears on the gaming tip real quick. NBA 2K20. Oh my god, bro. Just when you start learning the way the game should be played, they come out with patch after patch after patch. They got this new um, this new theme in the park right now, right? But like two of the courts you can't even use because by this little cornfield or whatever, it's like it's constant frame drops and it lags. Like, people have been in my stream and seen me, bro. Like, I can't shoot for shit now because my meter is just bouncing and my release is looking funny and all types of funky shit. And not just that. I don't even want to talk about the fucking patches, bro. It just is what it is. They just make the game unplayable sometimes. But now, here we go with a demigod glitch, supposedly. And I thought when I first saw it, I'm not going to lie, initially I thought it was like some PC shit. That because when I looked at it, it had the Xbox uh buttons and shit showing it, and I'm like, well, maybe this is on PC and they got some type of mod or whatever to do it. And um, and you know, of course, you're playing on PC using the Xbox controller, so I'm thinking that's what it was. And then I seen a video showing you exactly how to do that shit where you can have 75 Hall of Fame badges on one player. <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy, bro. You could be a big and still dribble like. You know what I'm saying? Still dribble like fucking Kyrie Irving. It's just crazy, man. I seen that shit. All I'm going to tell y'all, man, if you haven't done it yet, don't do it. I strongly recommend you not do it. Because 2K will ban you if they catch you. They will ban you. And I seen some people streaming that shit. Streaming how to do it. I can't, I can't make this up. I see some people streaming how to do it. I see some YouTubers making videos about how to do it. Y'all niggas, y'all motherfuckers do anything for views, bro. I'm telling you. And one of the main people that was making a video was a person that said they wasn't even going to play the game this year. I ain't going to say buddy name, but he was all over 2K19. And I ain't mad at him for being on that game because that game was some bullshit at, at times. It wasn't as bad as 18, but 19, you know, it, it just took too long to, to get anything accomplished. You had to play that game nonstop all day, every day. And I don't have that type of time. But this dude swore up and down he wasn't getting the game and all this other shit. And here he is doing glitch videos. And I'm like, that's so, that is like so irresponsible to me. So irresponsible to me. I just, you can't, you can't make me, you can't make me believe anything else, man. It's just irresponsible. Um, but I wouldn't do it. I'm not touching that shit with a 10 foot pole. You'll never see me do those type of glitches. I think the only time I did any glitch on a 2K game was 2K12. And that was the um that was the, the stat uh the skill point glitch. This was before VC. It was a skill point uh glitch where I forgot how you did it, but I remember doing the shit. It was something using a flash drive, you do this, that, and the third, and then you do something else, and you go on like the 2K, just like download a 2K generator or something, and then you could uh I think you had to put like your whatever in there and some shit. I'll have to find one of those old videos on YouTube, but I remember doing that and having like unlimited skill points where I could just use them shits on whatever uh, player I created or something like that for my my players that I created. But I mean, it was a bunch of people out there like that. And uh, was it like crew mode or some shit that you could do, uh, be out there playing? But the dudes I played with was trash. It was people that I knew in real life. So, whatever. <laughs> All right. Let me uh move forward, man. Andrew Wiggins had made, like, a comment when he was asked about, you know, what could they look forward to. Um, Basically, as, you know, without Jimmy Butler, what are they looking forward to? He said it was a culture change. Now, I understand that, you know, they, they didn't like Jimmy Butler. And I'm sure Jimmy Butler didn't like them neither. But you got to think, man, this dude came up under Tom Thibodeau, which who who were they coach? And they got 
Thibodeau thrown right under the bus and got ran out. And the only thing I didn't really like about Thibodeau is that I felt like he played his players too long, and he he, he burned them out. I mean, he did it with D Rose. He did it with he did it with uh, Taj Gibson at times. He did it with Lou Aldang. Look at Lou Aldang now. He did it with Joaquin Noah. He did it with Jimmy Butler. You know what I mean? So, so I, that's, I just feel like that's a that's a like my thing is y'all wasn't shit without him, and y'all wasn't shit with him. So I mean, at least you got to the playoffs when he got there. So maybe the problem ain't all Jimmy Butler. Maybe the problem is Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns and whoever else is over there. I don't I don't like that. You know, saying it's a coach like we understand that, but. I think they got what Flip Saunders' son is gonna be the coach now. Little Flip, and uh, R.I.P. to Flip Saunders too. Um, I don't, I don't feel like that's that's the right way to go about it because if you weren't winning, it's, it's one thing if you were winning without him, and then you got he got over there, and you feel like he dragged the morale down or whatever. He just did what I could understand him doing because I've heard that about myself before. It's like, oh, you too tough on your teammates. Oh, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it ain't being too tough on your teammates. It's just holding people accountable. You know what I mean? Like, granted, it's a way to talk to people, but you got to realize not everybody can handle, you know, a stern tone. Like, it may come off harsher than it really is because I know I have, like, a deeper voice and my tone can throw people off sometimes. People think I'm mad all the time when I'm talking when that's really not the case. It's just my tone. That's all. It's just... How I how I speak, how I enunciate. Sometimes it comes across as if I'm mad and I'm upset. Well, no, I just want you to get what I get. I want you to see what I see. Because any real teammate, any real motherfucker, they want they dudes to succeed too. You don't want to just be the one mentioned. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I'm playing ball, it's like when we, me and the GI crew play 2K or whatever. I don't want it to be all oh, it's flocking them. You know what I'm saying? I want them to say, yo, all them dudes is nice. You know what I mean? All them dudes nice. They, all of them get it. I don't want to be like, he the only one we really got to worry about because he he see everything. He going to be the one, you know what I'm saying, that we need to worry about. Or this guy right here, you know what I'm saying, over here. You know what I'm saying? You want everyone to to be on that level. And sometimes you just got to accept everybody's not, not as passionate about something as you are. And that's what I think Jimmy Butler had to realize. And them dudes really don't, they don't really care like that. And maybe it's maybe it's them because Wiggins was the number one pick. And what has he really done? I mean, he didn't play a day in Cleveland, so all I can say is maybe LeBron was right. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying all along when they made that trade for Kevin Love, because I mean they won a championship. I, would they have won a championship with Andrew Wiggins? I don't think so. That's just me personally. I don't think they would have won with Andrew Wiggins instead of Kevin Love. Nope, I don't. But then again, LeBron would have been tough on him too. So he would have been hating. He would have been hating to play with LeBron because LeBron is tough as hell on his teammates. He really is. Chris Paul tough on his teammates. You know what I mean? It's one thing if you're a leader and you tough on them and shit like. There's another thing if you're not a leader and you kind of like throw guys under the bus. That shit like that shit Kyrie Irving did. So that's the, that's the definition of what not to do. What Kyrie did. But LeBron, I don't have no problem with some of the, some of the shit I think he does is childish. Like, I think he threw Kevin Love under the bus a little bit too much. Um, Chris Paul, he just wants the best out of his teammates. And I ain't mad at him for that. I, I play point guard, so trust me, I know how that is. You have to orchestrate everything and see everything. So, anyways, um, it was another thing I seen, man, where this mom had found, found her son's journal with a school shooting plan in it, basically. And she called the cops on him. First of all, let me say, bravo. Because you know how many moms would have turned the other cheek and just say, oh, let me talk to, what it? let me talk to Tyler and, and make sure everything is good with him mentally. No, bitch. Nothing is wrong with this. Nothing is right with this dude mentally. If he's sitting here, got a whole damn plan to, to kill innocent people. And I, I, one of the only reason why I brought this up I was, uh, I think I was in Discord, and I actually seen this on Twitter too, but the, what, I, what I seen in Discord actually kind of irked me the most when I seen this in Discord. Somebody posted it in Discord. I had already seen it, so I knew what it was about, and most of the time, I don't I don't get involved. Like, when they in dis- the guys be in Discord, they talk about what they talk about. None of that shit really concerns me, because I always be like, yo, we don't shoot at the same baskets, man. It don't apply. I let the shit fly, and I hopefully you do the same. 
with me when I say something in there and, you know, I'm talking it's direct to somebody and, you know, you don't, if you get offended by it, then you the one with the issue because it wasn't really garnered towards you. So when I seen that, it was somebody saying to the degree of, oh, damn, you snitching on your own son or something like that. Oh, we snitching now or something like that. I'm sitting here like, that's what we call it, snitching. Do you know the definition of snitch? What the definition of snitching is? Is when you telling on somebody that's got, you know, what I'm saying that you have information on. You got caught, and then you want you want to make sure that that person gets caught too. That's what snitching is. And a lot of people don't get that. Don't get that concept. My thing is, if it has something, this is what I said, and I quote, and I remember Miss um, Tech. Shout out to Tech. She actually, you know what I'm saying, agreed 100% with what I said in there too because she had responded to it as well. Like, right. My thing is, in some cases, man, I would rather someone call me a snitch than have to read about innocent people losing their lives on account of some asshole that, that had a bad day or a bad week. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to ever read about, like, if you got kids, you understand. I don't ever want to hear about, you know what I'm saying, some fucking dickhead shooting my son's school up. Because you hear about it and you ain't heard from your child, your heart is going to literally stop until you hear from your child. And you know one wants to do that. Nobody should bury their children, yo. Especially on account of some fucking asshole. So that's why, and I, I said that, I'm like, you can call it what you want. But you gonna call somebody a snitch, especially their own mother that don't want to see their son do some dumb shit. If you're a parent, you you should do that. That's exactly what you should do. Because you know the first thing they blame, first person they blame when they kid do do some shit like that, the parents. The parent is the first person that gets blamed when the kid does some dumb shit. We all do it. I do it sometimes too. Like, and you can tell your pops ain't in your life, or damn, you can tell mama mama ain't um ain't tuck you in at night every day, huh? Shit like that. But a lot of times you can't blame the parents for sometimes. Sometimes the kid is just a fucking idiot. We have to face that. Sometimes the kid is an idiot. And there's a lot of idiot kids out here that may have good parents. We've seen a lot of kids that come from upstanding homes, all of the other shit. Didn't never appear to, you know, never had no financial issues, no nothing issues, no none of that shit. They just snapped the fuck off because they had a bad day. Everybody has a dark side to them, yo, including myself. We all have a dark side to us, but some people go off the deep end and I commend that lady for stopping her son from going off the deep end. If that means he has to, you know, get some type of psychological counseling, spend some time in, you know what I'm saying? Whatever little hole, you know what I'm saying? A little hole in the wall he has to do it in. Then so be it. I'd rather do that than hear about a hundred fucking kids, a repeat of Columbine or Virginia Tech or some shit like that. Especially, man, a school where it's kids, yo. We ain't talking like, you know what I'm saying, no no, no adults or no shit like that. Even though no one, no innocent person should lose their life to just random gun violence. But with children, man, please kill me and miss me with all that snitch talk, man. You a, man, if that's how you feel, then you a fuck nigga for thinking that way. And that's fuck nigga logic, man. And you can quote me on that shit. Anybody who feel like that's you a snitch because you stop, you prevent innocent people from getting killed. Man, stop, yo. Miss me with that shit, bro. You, man, I, all I can say is, I pray, I pray for you that that don't ever happen to you or nobody you love. You know what I mean? For real, for real. I, I, I don't even know what else to say about that shit. That shit made me sick to my stomach when I seen that though. Somebody saying, "Oh, we snitching out here now." I'm like, y'all know what snitching is, and what kills me? We talking all this snitch shit, right? My bad, y'all. I had to take a sip of water for this. All this snitch talk. And here we got Mr. Takashi 69 I talked about this dude months ago saying the cage bird sings and he was going to talk. I said that. I said that then. I said that when everybody was talking about him, when this dude was coming out talking about some, oh, just another old nigga on a young nigga dick and all this other shit. I'm like, keep on. He going to keep on talking that tough talk. And when that shit get caught up and all them dudes he trying to impress and he the mascot for this for this, this, this Treyway gang, when he get, when he get, be the one that get popped, if he ain't already a plant, he gonna sing on all them niggas. I said this shit before it happened. And what happens? This dude gets offered a fucking record deal before he even walked out of the goddamn joint, bro. 
and how much you want to bet it's going to be a lot of people, the same people that got that logic, oh, we support snitching and all this other shit, that's going to buy that shit, that's going to stream that shit, that's going to play that shit. Anybody that support that shit, yeah, I said it, you a fucking, you a fucking pussy, bro. Real shit. Now that right there, that's snitching right there. When you start implicating people, Cardi B and Jim Jones and, you know what I'm saying, even the dudes that brought you out, that made you, that made you credible, that made you a household name, so to speak. Even though I thought his shit, I've always thought his music was whack as fuck. I've never listened to any of his songs more than once. You know what I mean? For real. I think I think he's whack. And that's just me. But people will say I'm hating. I, just, I think he's whack. But people that, people, it's going to be people that support that shit. So that means you support a fucking snitch. You support a rat. That means you got rat nigga tendencies. What you do with rats? You feed them to the fucking snakes. That's what you do. Snake ass nigga, bro. Like I can't fuck with people like that. Now that's a that's a rat right there. That's that's some bullshit. All right, let me uh do this quick little. I don't want to call it a movie review, but I I watched a movie uh about a week and a half ago. I know a lot of y'all probably seen this movie before, and then some of y'all probably didn't. If you haven't, make sure just check it out. Uh, called Love Don't Cost a Thing. There's uh, Nick Cannon and Christina Milian in the movie. I think it came out like 2003. I was watching the movie, right? And it's actually a remake of... Uh, it's actually like a remake of a movie that came out like way back. I think it was called... Uh, what was it? Can't Buy Me Love or something like that. With uh, Patrick Dempsey. When he was young. I know he was in a movie called Lover Boy. He's actually the doctor um, doctor on uh, Grey's Anatomy. But it was a, just picture him as a youngster, like a young teenager. But that movie was about uh, basically Nick Cannon played like this nerdy ass pool boy that, you know, he was smart as hell, you know, building a car engine and some shit like that. And he was like dropped in love with this with this girl who was like the head cheerleader in school, most popular girl, prettiest girl in school. I'm not gonna lie, yo. I love me some Christina Milian, man. She was fine as fuck in that movie, bruh. Can't even lie, yo. But he was like all in love with it and shit like this. This, that, and the third. Woo off the bam. Um, some shit happened. She she was supposed to be messing with like I guess her boyfriend had graduated the year before and went straight to the NBA or some I don't know how that shit went down, but she was fronting like she talking on her phone, smashed up her mama's car, and she didn't have the money to pay for it. Now I'm not gonna lie, they look like they had a lot of fucking money out there. I'm not gonna lie, but how you ain't got fifteen hundred dollars to pay for whatever. And that was the money he had to buy some part or whatever. So he said he would fix it. You know what I mean? Or some shit like that. And they made some deal that she would pretend they you know to be for them to be together for what was it like a two weeks or something like that? A month or two weeks or some shit like that. Basically for him to be popular. So she gave him a whole little makeover and all this other shit. Next thing you know, he started hanging with her. Then that started making other people that was on the little cool side that used to diss his ass and shit start calling them cool. And, you know, he had this whole transformation. He started dissing his real friends. Hear me out. Started dissing his real friends for the sake of his new friends. Because he didn't want his new friends to know that his old friends were his real friends. Which defeated the purpose to me because I'm always been an advocate of if I get on, you get on. But I'm just different. But in, and then again, it is the movie, so. But I know some people that's like that. That's why I'm saying it. Um, so he started dissing his friends, and eventually they turn on him like, yo, fuck you then. You you know, you ain't doing this. He's standing them up and shit. And um, it just came to the point where, you know, I guess a little time was up, and they was supposed to, like, break up or whatever. And word got back to her real boyfriend that they was messing around and shit and he was supposed to tell like no it was this and he wouldn't say shit so she busted him out in front of everybody like at like some ditch party or whatever some senior ditch party that they had on a beach or some shit and everybody found out about the bet and all this other shit and he was back to being a nobody now that right there that shit I thought about how that relates in today's world yo now this shit came out in 2003 and this shit goes on to this day. Like, it, to me, what I got out of that was, what would you do for clout? I mean, how far are you willing to go 
to be accepted by people who really don't fuck with you. And my answer to that, we've all we've all wanted to be accepted, whether we were younger, whether we were older. With me, it was probably more so when I was younger. I cared a lot about what other people thought about me. I cared a lot about my appearance and shit like that. I wanted everybody to think I was cool. You know, I, I made sure everybody knew I could. You know, everybody knew I could fight. Everybody knew I could play ball. You know what I mean? Shit like that. Girls like me. Blah blah blah. But you know, sometimes I would go a little over the you know the the people to see what I was doing. And when I got older, I just realized that shit ain't fucking worth it. I mean, because the real ones which was his friends, those were the ones that when he got kicked down and he was down, they were with him. And when he was up, they were with him. And then when he was back down, they was like, damn, that's fucked up. We need to go, you know, we need to go console this dude. And he came to, you know, to defend his homies and shit, and they was all cool again. But it's like, how how far are you willing to go? And it's a lot of people, man. Y'all look on Twitter. These quote-unquote Twitter comedians and, and all this other shit, man. It's like, like I remember TBH just mentioned in his podcast about that bunk gang dude. Niggas just doing dumb shit. And people don't really fuck with you. They not laughing with you, yo. They are laughing at you. People don't, people ain't doing that shit because they fuck with you. People doing it because they want to see what stupid shit you going to do next. Or they want to hear what dumb shit come out your mouth next. So when y'all hear me in like streams and on videos, on YouTube or whatever. And I might use this part for the YouTube video so y'all can hear this. Um, when y'all hear me saying, man, I don't really give a fuck and all this stuff, it ain't no act. Granted, it's me with the volume turned up a little bit. It really is. A lot of the shit is just, you know, just enhancing what my personality really is. But I truly don't give a fuck about what somebody on the internet thinks of me. You know what I mean, I don't give two shits about what somebody stay down the street thinks of me that I can see every day because I know what I do. I know who I am. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I don't have to be the coolest dude. You know what I'm saying? I was never the, I wasn't the most popular dude in school. I wasn't down there with the fucking nerds and dweebs and shit. But I, I respected everybody. And that was one thing about me because, you know, I was taught that, you know, these dudes be careful, be nice to everybody. You know what I mean? You be nice to everybody. You treat the janitor with the same respect as you treat the CEO because you never know you may need that person one day because the janitor might end up being the CEO one day somewhere else and you may need him. I told my son that like recently in school. Then when he went to school one day, I said, you see the janitor, you say, what's up to him. You say, hello. You ain't got to shake his hand and all that other shit. Just greet him at least. Just say, what's up? Say hello to him, Mr. Whatever your name is. I mean, treat everybody, treat everybody with kindness. Even if they don't treat you that kind, just, you know, at least be respectful. At least they know you respectful. So this cloud shit, man, like it's too much of that going on. And I clown people. I know I rag on a lot of y'all, man, like in Twitch streams and shit like that. I just don't, I just don't want people to have that, that perception thinking that you have to do this or you have to do that because some nigga on the internet told you that was the cool thing to do. Or some rapper told you that was the cool thing to do. You listening to this rapper who ain't going to even be around three years from now. When that nigga somewhere lo- working at the local Kroger, you gonna be like, nigga, you ain't what you said you was. You can't even keep your career going because of substance, bro. Like, so just just be weary of that, man. Just clout. It's a hell of a drug. It's a lot of people, man, that's willing to die for that shit. It really is. It's people that's legit out here dying for clout, doing stupid shit just so people can, you know, say their name or or be or become a hashtag or a meme or or, or a gif or some shit. Like, it, it just ain't cool. It ain't worth it. It really ain't worth it. Hopefully y'all got something out of that though, man. Uh, you know, just, just trying to pull a little bug in your ear real quick. It's just, it's really not worth it, man. We've all done it. We've all made that mistake. None of us are, per- are perfect, me included. I fucked up and I've done dumb shit for the sake of someone liking me, whether it was a female or, you know what I'm saying, a group of dudes that I thought was cool and shit like that and I wanted to fit in or whatever. And then when I learned that, why fit in when you can stand out? You know what I'm saying? Like, I learned that at a young age. My grandfather told me that. Like, it's it's so easy to blend in. It's so easy to blend in and fit in with everybody else. It's hard. The challenge is standing out. You know what I'm saying? Don't try too hard to be too different, but be you. You know what I'm saying? And let the people, for lack of a better word, flock towards you. That's, that's pretty much that, man. Let the people come to you sometimes. So, 
it's cool to build relationships and all that other shit, but let the people come to you and find out what they bring to the table instead of you going all out your way to show them what you bring to the table because you may actually be better than them and have more to bring and more to offer than they do and they won't let you know that they just gonna keep using you till they don't need you no fucking more so anyways that's what i got out of that movie though man it's like don't don't go out your way to impress people and try to be you know get in the in crowd with nobody that ain't really fucking worth it because at the end of the day you have to live with yourself and be comfortable in your own skin all right last topic man um this was this was quite interesting um i had an interaction with uh ebro y'all don't know who ebro is he's like the the morning guy on a hot i'm about to say power hot 97 um and these are like somewhat of well i'll just get into it i, I seen a tweet and it, it said uh, somebody uh, had said something like instead of playing, I guess something came up about Takashi Six Nine. Somebody said instead of playing Snitch Nine's music every day to piss people off, because I guess he said something about, yeah, I'm gonna play his music all the time, and when he get out, and that stuff gonna suck too, and all this stuff. Because I guess he's not a fan of him, and that's cool. And I mean, his handle is Old Man Ebro, because people people rag on that dude so much, man. Sometimes it's sometimes it's deserving, and other times it's not. But um, Someone said that, um, you know, instead of playing that and pissing people off, you could be playing a track every day for some up and coming artists in that slot. He said, is pissing people off more important than giving, you know what I'm saying, someone an opportunity to shine, hashtag hip hop. And um, he responded, he said, yeah, nah, or something like that, hell nah. He's like, why play unfamiliar artists, play familiar ones? I was like, wait a minute, bro. I'm like, hold on. I was like, um, and I responded and I quote tweeted it. I didn't think he was going to respond to it, but he did. And I was like, or I capitalized, or you could play unfamiliar artists to get people familiar with them so they can become familiar. So they won't be unfamiliar. And he had responded. Um, let me find this. I'm going through the tweet now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to mess this shit up. Hold on. He had responded. Uh, he responded, please, if people even, if people, if people don't even vote, you think they get two shits about an artist they never heard of at 8 a.m.? Touche. And I, I hit him with the LOL. I'm like, you got a point. I said, you got a point, man, but you're labeled as a quote unquote gatekeeper. So you got to have that same energy on the air. And I was like, believe it or not, most of us are tired of hearing the same stuff. And that's what I said. I'm like, most of us are tired of hearing the same stuff. And uh, somebody, you know what I'm saying, you know, people was agreeing with me and all this other shit. Got a shitload load of likes and all that other stuff. But, and then, um, and then after that, he responded to me again. He responded to me again. And uh, I can't find this fucking tweet, though. I'm sitting there, uh, oh, here we go. Oh, no, damn, that ain't it. I can't find the fucking tweet. Oh, I can't find this fucking tweet, boy. I don't know if he deleted or what, but it shows my response tweet. But he had said something. Um, he had said something to the to the degree of um, he was like, "Yeah, he like same here." Basically, like I feel the same way you do. And then I was like, um, and what I said after that, and it was people like just going at him and shit like that. And one thing with me, I guess he kept responding to me because he seen like, you know, he, he felt the passion coming from me and I wasn't being disrespectful. It's people like, oh, you a fucking this, you this, you that. Like, I'm not about to disrespect that, man, because I actually responded and I was like, a lot of a lot of people don't understand. But I do that, you know, even though your name is on the, the show or whatever, people don't realize that you do have people you listen to, like i.e. program directors and music, uh, music uh, coordinators and shit like that. So it's only so much that you could do, but it's still, uh, you know, underground and lesser, you know, lesser known artists should not be relegated to, to a, a late Friday or late Saturday night at 2 a.m. When a lot of people are asleep or out partying or some shit like that, you, you should at least play at least one unknown artist or unsigned artist a day. They used to do that over there at Hot 97 all the time. Matter of fact, the movie fucking Brown Sugar was based off of that shit. And Hot 97 was on that shit when Angie Martinez um, was over there because she was in the movie. So, 
I just thought about that shit right on the fly. But see how good I am with this shit, bro? But that's what that shit, they used to have that. Every every day they would used to play that on Angie Martinez's show. They would play an unsigned artist, an underground, uns- I don't know if it's called unsigned hype. Maybe that was the, uh, the magazine they used to have unsigned hype, double XL or something. But I know Hot 97 used to do something. I'm from Chicago. I don't, and I ain't even from New York, but I do know this. But they used to have that. Because I remember in the movie, Most Def was the one that they featured on that shit. And they did used to have that because that was a real thing over there. Because they based it off the real shit. So, yeah, man. I think that, you know, I do feel like they need to play that at least once a day. Like, you got all this time. Like, who? Talk about, so who wants to hear unpopular music at 8 a.m.? Nigga, who wants to hear 6 9 at 8 a.m.? I don't want to hear that shit at 8 p.m., to be honest with you. But I do understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, they only have so much input they can put in. But I do feel like if you've been in that industry for 10 plus years and you still don't have no say so as to what goes on the radio, maybe you ain't as maybe you ain't as valuable as, as the people think think you are. Because I don't know about y'all, but if I was ever in that field and I've been doing something for 10 plus years, I'm going to have a say of what gets played. I'm going to be like, hey, man, I know y'all want to play all this shit all the time. But between this, this and this hour right here between. 11 and 12 lunchtime or 12 and 1 i want to play this 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 is what i want to play you know what i'm saying give some people something different we can't like who wants to hear the same fucking the same 13 14 songs 10 times five ten times a day five to ten times a day i don't want to hear that shit when I, I work 12 hours bro and i shit you not i be listening trying to listen to the radio when i'm at work and i can't do it because they play the same shit. Nah, I fucking stop. Don't get me wrong. I love Megan Thee Stallion, man. She fine as fuck. All that shit. She she makes some decent music. I don't want to hear that shit all day. I don't want to hear Big Old Freak all day. I don't want to hear none of that shit all day. Just like if I listen to the R&B station. I don't want to hear Boys the Men and, and Luther Vandross. I don't want to hear the same shit all fucking night. I don't want to hear it. I want some variety, yo. That's why I just have my Spotify on my phone playing most of the time. So... But yeah, man, hopefully y'all y'all understand what I'm talking about, man. Like, let's just do better out here, man. So, in closing, y'all hear that music. That means y'all know what time it is, man. We went longer than I actually thought. Here I am running my fucking mouth thinking this shit was going to be about 30 minutes long. And I went like 50 plus minutes, bro. Here we go. Hopefully y'all got, well, I, hopefully y'all enjoyed it, though. Um, all in all, appreciate y'all once again coming and listening to the boy. Um, social media. Let's get into the social media handles. On uh, Twitter, you can find me at Flock2K. Uh, Twitch TV slash Twitch.tv slash Leader of the Flock on Twitch. And on, on Instagram, Flock.Leader. Y'all holler at your boy over there, man. Ask me whatever. Um, y'all can ask me questions and stuff like that. If that could be used for future episodes. All that good old stuff, man. Holla at your boy. I appreciate everybody once again. Come hollering at me, man. Come checking me out. Whether you listen to me on Spotify, Anchor, all them other platforms, iTunes, on your computer, on your phones, all that good old shit. I appreciate y'all. I'm out of here, though, man. Peace. Be easy.